another episode of Double Take. I'm Alex Safey. And I'm John Safey. What's going on, Johnny Boy? Today we have a very special edition episode. Alright, so we would not be able to call ourselves a basketball podcast or a sports podcast without debating the age-old question, is LeBron James or Michael Jordan the greatest of all time? Now, this is actually something that um, the reason I got we got this idea to do it. Well, obviously, not a very original idea, but your idea. the reason I yeah, the reason I said John, let's do an episode like this was because actually last week I had a public speaking. I'm I'm taking a class about public speaking, and I had to do a controversial, informative speech, in which I had to pick a controversy, explain both sides, not give my own opinion, and so of course I picked Jordan versus LeBron. And so I said, hey, John, why don't we just do this episode? It's fun. It's cool. It could be quick. There's, uh, there's, you know, so many, there's so much content on, on this topic, but I thought we should give our own takes. So if, if you're someone who believes it's Kareem, if it's Ma- you think it's Magic, Shaq, Bird, Duncan, Russell, Wilt, whoever it is, you know, it's right not now. KD. <laughs> definitely not KD. Right now we're just going to talk about LeBron versus Jordan. Well, these guys are actually fighting for the number two spot because Dwayne Wade's number yeah, one. That's right. Obviously. So that's so that's he, who's the second greatest player of all time? Yeah, LeBron and Mike. That that's what this episode's about. <laughs> um, and I just think it's funny because one of the things that I think about when we talk about LeBron versus Jordan is this was I think in like twenty ten or twenty eleven or something during the playoffs. There was a commercial for that movie, um. Bad teach no bad bad teacher I think with oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel and there was yeah, actually a very funny like the LeBron this is LeBron in Miami it was in ten it was like I'm just no I'm just telling you that was at that point LeBron had no ring so anyway what I was gonna oh, say yeah. was there's a clip from the movie where Jason Siegel's arguing with like a little kid because it's like at a school Jason Siegel's like the gym <laughs> teacher and he's like uh, LeBron the kid's like LeBron's a better rebounder and passer and he goes. Call me when LeBron has has six rings and he's six rings and he says is that your only argument. He's like it's the only argument I need. And anyway, the reason I think that's funny is because they were that was something that was being debated when LeBron didn't even have any. Well, rings. look, LeBron James was so, eighteen years old. Alex, he came into the league at eighteen, and actually no, even before that, when he was sixteen years old, his face was on the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah. magazine. Okay, so this man he's he's a sixteen year old kid, right? And at this point, they're, you know, talking about him being the next great, you know, great player in the NBA. Then yeah. once you make the jump as an 18-year-old kid, they're already comparing you to Jordan. Mm-hmm. And listen, at the same time, LeBron James at 18 did wear number 23. And he did want those comparisons. He said, he was straight up about it. I'm coming. You know, Kobe was the same way coming out of high school. He, Kobe was direct that he wanted to come after Michael Jordan mm-hmm. become the greatest player of all time. Which obviously, um, you know, as the story goes, Kobe is the the best imitator that we think. Um, and actually, yesterday, on February 24th, 224, um, there was, like, the great, um, you know... Memorial. memorial celebration of life. For Kobe. And, and MJ uh, had a great speech, which we're not going to get into, but, you know, it's it's especially interesting for MJ is a guy who's very low-key, does not talk to the media, a lot of the public. And he did come out, so it was really cool to see him talk about his relationship with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. But getting back to the... LeBron versus Jordan debate. <laughs> LeBron came into this league and was, you know, being dubbed the chosen one, right? Like, he has a tattoo yeah. on his back. And this is as an 18-year-old kid. And, you know, here we are nearly 20 years later. What, he's in year 17 now. And 
it's as big of an argument as it has been. And my thesis that I'm going to take on eventually is that right now I'm okay with any order that anyone has. Alex agrees with me there. That you, if you think Jordan's one, you think LeBron's two, that's fine. If you think it's 1A, 1B, if you think it's LeBron over Jordan, that's fine. It's, it's in some order, it's got to be those two. But what I, I think is that the fact that we're even having this discussion, the fact that it was had even years, like I said, 10 years ago, while LeBron was a 25-year-old, um, now he's no 35, rings. with no rings. The fact that now we're talking about it, LeBron still has three years left. You know, his team's probably going to make the final, or I would say, yeah, I would Not say. Not would. Not <laughs> he's probably going to make the finals either this year or next year. You know, he's got a few more seasons in him, which is, so my argument essentially is that I believe, okay, this is subjective, that LeBron will, by the end of his career, take the one spot. Right now, for me, I, I don't really think it's relevant to say there's an order, but it, but for the sake of um, you know, the argument, I'll say Jordan's 1A, LeBron's 1B, but I think LeBron is... Right. The only reason I put him at 1B is because LeBron is not um, retired yet. But now Fine. we're going to get into the but argument. Yeah. Who even cares? So Who even cares about what's going to happen? Alex right now, start. we're talking today, LeBron's, yeah. where LeBron's career is at right now, and that's where we're going to go. So, similar to John, I kind of, I think these have to be the top two players on anyone's list, um, and I think if you pick Jordan, there's an argument for Jordan. If you pick LeBron, there's an argument for LeBron. First, I'm gonna I'm just gonna basically give the argument for why why Jordan should be the or why people should consider him the greatest of all time, um, and it's basically this is the argument everyone's heard a million times. He just his will to win, and that like that's what that's what at the end of the day, you know, sports is about and basketball is about. It's about winning. winning, and he was the greatest winner that we have ever seen. And people can argue Russell or whatever because he has eleven championships, but the the league was much different back then. There was like eight teams, and you know, that's just a different era. Yeah. Like, and like since like, we've seen like modern basketball or more modern basketball, obviously today it's continuing to evolve. Jordan is the greatest winner, and. We've seen that, and there's a couple of things. So he came into the league, obviously, um, with just raw, just raw talent, and he just went off. He he wanted to do whatever he could do to win. So he, well, you know, he had that season where he averaged like 37 points per game. Obviously, they still weren't winning. He hit that playoff buzzer beater in '89 versus the Cavs, which was like, you know, that was probably his first like huge playoff moment. I'd say actually no, he scored 63 versus the the Boston Celtics. Um, as, yeah, and like I think that was one of that was like his third year in the league or something. So yeah, that was eighty like six. Yeah, plus Celtics. And then he also was the first player ever, and this is probably one of the, the best arguments for Jordan after like six rings. Is he was the first player ever to win the MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year in the same season? Yeah, he's in so, the same season. This was in nineteen eighty eight before before he even sniffed the finals. Right. So I, that's incredible to me. I think a lot of the argument. The reason why I I'll say just going general, the reason why it's these two specifically is because I think it has to do with single finals MVP trophies like on your own team. So for example, you go down a list and you have guys like Magic, Tim Duncan, Shaq, Kareem. To me, when you are the sole best player on your team on multiple championship teams, that's when you can get into the conversation. And we're, yeah. at the end of the show, we're going to talk about, we're going to, just to tease this segment, we're going to, at the end, we're going to talk about if there are any guys currently in the NBA that we could see that could get to that point eventually. But um, just, that's what I just want to talk. So look, for the, me, um, you know, LeBron and Jordan. LeBron obviously has three, which is half as many as Jordan has. Um, three finals MVPs, and Jordan's got six. Uh, 
you know, he was the best player on all six of his championship teams. You know, when you go to Kareem, he played with Magic and Shaq played with Kobe. You know, Bird, did, all his championships, Bird didn't win. He won two of the finals MVPs. And as you go down, Tim Duncan as well. Um, but yeah, getting, so getting back to the argument, uh, Alex, do you, you want, want to me, start with yeah, the so Jordan? Yeah, so I'll finish up with Jordan. So another thing that we talk about a lot is the narrative. And I think with LeBron, a lot of, you know, his argument rests on the narrative, kind of, and like his longevity, obviously. Well, I think. But both you look of them at do. yeah, both of them. Both of them. It's about but you the look story. at you look at they the story of Jordan. Decorated careers. Comes you know? in, he's drafted third. He makes the playoffs in like his first year, which doesn't really matter because they were like I think they had like thirty five wins or something, and they still made the playoffs in his first year. But he sets an NBA record for most points in a playoff game, which has still not been broken today. With that's sixty three points, even in that's this unreal. inflated NBA where Bradley Beal is dropping fifty three and fifty five back to back nights in the playoffs, no one has scored sixty three points, which Jordan did against the team that eventually went on to win the championship that year. So that it was, is surprising. That we was in the first seen round. We do it. Harden's not going to do it. LeBron's just Dude, not a scorer. Who, this like year, that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule that out. This year, I mean, Harden. Harden's got to figure out his playoff woes. Cause yeah. But it is crazy. Anyway, what an unbreakable. A couple record. seasons later, like I said, he wins his first MVP trophy and then wins Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. Incredible. Then finally makes it to his first finals in '91. Um, that he also wins his second MVP that season. They beat the Lakers. The Lakers was uh, that was Magic without Kareem. Magic was still very good that year. I think he was like. I think he won the MVP like the season before or something. So that Magic is still like pretty much in his prime, but they didn't have right. Kareem, so that team was just not as good. Um, and then obviously they go on to win the next two straight championships. Um, and so obviously a three-peat, that was the first three-peat since, um, Bill Russell Celtics. So that's, that was a huge deal at the time. Three-peat, then he retires, which we'll talk, Johnny will talk about that later, but the, you know, retiring in your prime was a little weird in his prime, but it was a little weird, but, um, the fact that he came back and obviously the you know first season he plays like the rest of like like twenty five games, and then he they lose to the Magic in the playoffs like whatever like honestly like people want to write that a up. joke I'll write that no up. there's a, no 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 there's a joke you know the running joke about the NBA deleted all footage from that yeah. season like no one wants to know but that Shaq and the Magic they did take down Jordan so everyone says oh Jordan won won six in a row well that's, I don't it was. It wasn't six in a row. No, he won three. Row. He came back for 17 games. He, hey, he didn't have to come back. He could have waited to the next season. No. He lost in the playoffs. He wanted to get that ring. I don't think, year, and, and I don't think that, I think just like LeBron going to LA, and we should, I don't think that Le- LeBron not making the playoffs in his first year with LA, I don't think that's like a huge blemish for LeBron. I don't think that's really a blemish oh, it's, for Jordan. It's not the 2011 like, finals, yeah. but I definitely count that against oh, yeah. LeBron. I do. No. Okay, the whatever. I, well, I don't count either. Plus. I wouldn't say that Jordan not making it, not doing anything that year, because... He came late in the season. Like, for him to even be... Like, he dropped 55, I think, against the Knicks that year. Like, for that, for him to do that even was, like, that's impressive. Anyway, the following season, that's when they go for 72 wins, set the NBA record, which was then broken, whatever, you know, 30 years later. But anyway, they set the record, and Jordan wins his fourth ring. They did beat Shaq and Penny of the mm-hmm. Magic on the way, so that was, like, a little revenge season. Um, the fifth championship, you know, that's when he had his flu game, which was... Very iconic, obviously, and they were able to stop that yeah. team, the, the Jazz, who a lot of people were starting to get high on. And just to stop right there, though, for a moment, like, you know, just that you talk about, like, that's what we remember about that one, right? So, the flu obviously, game. like, it's not, a, it's not a secret. Alex and I are only 20 years old. 
you know, if you do the math, we were never even, <laughs> we never were able to watch Jordan in the 90s. You know, we were born in the year 2000. So, yeah, we are biased as, you know, Miami Heat fans who, you know, were born and in we've 2000. we blessed to watch LeBron. And we've watched LeBron. And not only do we watch him as growing up, we watch him play on our own team. But, you know, with, we, but we know, like, the narrative. We know the story. We, we know the history. You know, we watch the games that they played on uh, NBA TV. Uh, TV the, they have the NBA Hardwood Classics. Like, that's what we know of Jordan, right? So, like, us looking at his career, it's all in these, like, images, right? So, like, another important thing that I like to think about going forward is, like, you know, for the kids that are going to be born in 2020 that won't be able to watch LeBron, you know, in 20 years from now when they're having this same discussion, you know, Jordan and LeBron or maybe it's the next guy, maybe it's Zion Williamson or whoever, um, when they're having it, to me, it's like looking at these guys and ha- that they have these like memorable moments. So like yeah. Jordan, the flu game, right? MJ, the last shot, which was his sixth championship. Yeah. Or like LeBron, you know, the year that he came back from down 3-1, you know, or the year that he, you know, before earlier in his career, you know, on the Cavs, when he had the game, he had 45 against the Pistons, like, or the game he had 51 in the finals and JR threw it away. Like, yeah. there's these moments that like encapsulated their greatness. And like, there were single game moments or like single, whether it's single season moments that like we will point to and look at and say like, this is what decorated their career. And it, that's what comes with, you know, multiple championships and multiple MVPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something that I think that we do with Jordan and that we probably will do with LeBron. And we probably, we actually, we probably still like currently do do with LeBron. But I think that we, do, we definitely do this with Jordan. We romanticize him? Yeah, no, we like, we fantasize him. And like, he's obviously like, he played 20 years ago, but we hear like, we hear about, you know, these, like these older people talking about, oh, Jordan didn't lose and this and that. And like, it becomes like, he was almost like, like the idea of him losing, like yeah. I went like like for for me when I was younger watching those NBA TV uh, games where the when they would play the old Bulls games I'd be like, Jordan missed a shot like you know what I'm saying because like he's so fantasized that it's like it's like unheard think, yeah, of well, that he would miss. See, right? but that's the thing is like we think for of us as, at least as a mortal right because we didn't watch exactly. his, we didn't watch him on a nightly basis or the way where we can watch them now and scrutinize them on on a daily basis and there's also you know. The fact that there's social media now and, like, the way the media covers the league, which is much more than it was back then. Um, but also, I think, you know, we're probably going to be telling our kids this about LeBron, and they're going to say, wow, you know, LeBron must have been immortal, right? And mm-hmm. also, the thing about Jordan is that he's immortal because, you know, on the big stage, there's no big time where it's like, oh, like, Jordan messed up. Like, and there's not one, exactly. there's not one memorable and moment. that's what we, I was going to say. Like, the biggest thing of that is, like, him losing to Orlando. Yeah. But, like, for us, you know, or 20 years from now, for the kids who didn't watch LeBron, they are going to know, they are going to hear of the meltdown of the 2011 finals, right. which we're going to get into as and that was LeBron's biggest blemish in his career. That's the, the thing with Jordan is that once he did get there, once he figured out how to win, he did not stop. The floodgates opened, and... He didn't know he didn't win eight straight, although some people argue he could have, which I very much disagree with. But um, every year that he was in the league since he won a championship, he will continue to win a championship, right. which is crazy. And that's why I think, honestly, one of the best um, arguments for Jordan's uh, case, you know, that he's the GOAT, is that final season. So what's happening in Chicago, and if, no one's, if people aren't aware of this, I highly recommend reading about it because uh, it's very interesting. Uh, Jerry Krause, who was the like GM of the Bulls, was like they he did not have a good relationship with with Phil Jackson, Zen Master, and the although coach. you have the best, you have probably you have the best coach in the league, and this guy's clearly gonna be a great coach for many many years to come. He said, "I don't care." This is a quote he said. He said, "I don't care if we went eighty two, I don't care if we go eighty two and zero like after the season. Jackson's out." 
So the that's what season you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, on the ninety right. season. So Phil spun it and he was like, up. I think he called it the last the last dance maybe or something. Something like that. And he's like, This is like the last season. And I think Krauss also underestimated Jordan and Pippen were were due, you know, to be free agents. I think they estimated that he underestimated Jordan's relationship with Phil and Phil and Jordan was not going to play for a team that did not have Phil Jackson coaching. So anyway, that final season, Scottie Pippen gets injured, and he only plays forty four games. John, right? Forty four games. So this is I think one of the best arguments for LeBron is that Michael had Scottie his whole career, and Scottie was you know the best number two that we've ever seen. He's the best. Um, he's one of the best defenders of all time, and just for Jordan to have his his second man be that, and he had that his whole career is incredible. So, Scottie Pippen played 44 games. You know how many of the games the, Bull, the Bulls still won? 62. Right. They won 62 games. And MJ capped it off with the exactly. MVP that year. And MJ, no, he didn't, he didn't win the MVP. In 98, he did. I think that's wrong. I think Carl Malone. Oh, Carl Malone won it. Yeah, Malone won it in 97 and in 99. You're right. That was the year. Like, they could have given it to MJ every year, right? Yeah. So they gave it to MJ. And MJ obviously has a scoring title as well, which MJ ended up having 10 of those, which is another argument. But anyway, so so for them to win 62 games that year, they get to the uh, finals. They don't have home court. That was the year. They they go to seven. They go to seven games with the Pacers. Obviously, they come out in the end. They have game seven on their home floor. And that was the year where people were like, I think the tides are turning. Maybe this is the year that Jordan wins. They've he's gone five and zero. I mean, come on, can he really win six? I mean, like, oh, you're he, saying the year that, that was Jordan the year, loses? Year, you mean? No, 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 the year that they went to the finals in '98. Yeah, but you said that was. You said people were saying this is the year. Oh that yeah, Jordan, this is, yeah. People started to think that that that, that was the year that he would lose. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you said people started. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. People started picking the Jazz to win that series. Right. And I mean, back to back. The Jazz had the Jazz. I think I don't know how long their series was in the Western Conference Finals. But they had like a week off, right? Right. So they had a week a week off. Meanwhile, the 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 Bulls were fresh off a seven game series. Yeah. And so they go the rest versus and, Rust. Exactly, right. rest versus Rust. And of course, they end up winning that series. Jordan hits that iconic shot with five seconds left, or whatever it was. But left. he pushed off. Of he pushed course. off, of course. It was, it was, it was definitely a push off. <laughs> but at the same time, I think there was like two plays before he like stripped. He stripped. I think Stockton or was it or he blocked someone and he took it down. He scored a two. They come back down. He has another great defensive play. Come down. His hits that shot over Byron Russell. Um, so that was and that cemented it. You know, six championships in six seasons and six Finals MVPs. Like that was that's basically why he's he's immortal in in our eyes. Yeah. Right? So now so let's talk about LeBron now. Okay. So well, first, <laughs> do you want to get into the weaknesses, the arguments for against Jordan? That's kind of where I want to go here. I honestly don't think there's many against Jordan. I think let's say it's more for LeBron, and, and like this would. Like, so I guess right. against so, Jordan, if I was gonna argue, LeBron, well, I'll explain what I mean by this. So obviously, like for example, at the time, like Bill Russell, right? Eleven championships. He can't like the, he can't go back and change anything that he did. You know, at the time, what he did. He was the he was the greatest player of all time, yeah, and like exactly. and, and and we can't hold anything against him. And in the same sense, Jordan won three in a row and said, "All right, like there's nothing else for me to do. Like I'm I'm the greatest. Like I've done yeah. three peat at at this time. Like no one has done it in this modern era. Like what else is there for me to do? Like I'm the greatest player at this time. I'm gonna move on. I want to go play baseball, right? Yeah. And he comes back. He does the same thing. Wins three more, and he it's the same thing. Same time. He's like, "All right, like what am I gonna do now? Like now I'm actually I won six championships. No one's done what I've done. Like." I'm just going to leave now. Mm-hmm. And I think 
if Jordan were thinking like, no, like I'm going to put this debate to bed forever, right? If he could see the future and see what LeBron's career was and LeBron would do, he would have to stay in, and not in the NBA. Because the, the, that's my, my biggest argument for why Jordan isn't, um, or not, I'm sorry, like not why he isn't the GOAT. You could call him the GOAT or, who, you know, same thing with LeBron. You can call LeBron goat, the GOAT. But I think the biggest just blemish on his resume that is mean that, t- that his resume that is the greatest resume of all time, right? Is that he took those two years off, right? What was the, how old was he asked the year that he left? You, you got he was thirty um four. Right, so thirty four. So LeBron right now is thirty five. Okay, so he took off the seasons when or oh, no, I'm talking about and so the first time around. Well, the first time he's twenty. See, the first time around he was twenty nine. Okay, so. Th- that's the peak. That, there's I mean, obviously a lot of conspiracies about why right. he did that, and we can, and yeah, and we, we could get it. We could do a whole passing, right? We could get into a whole episode about that. But he cut off two years of his prime, and then again, he won. He three peated again when he was 32, 33, and thirty four, and he left. LeBron right now is thirty five, and looks like the next two seasons will be on a championship competing mm-hmm. team. Yeah. And Jordan could have done the same. He won the ninety eight well, MVP think, I, and the ninety eight Finals MVP. So. We're talking about, listen, LeBron, uh, Jordan played 15 seasons in his career. And obviously, the, you know, we don't need to count the two wizard seasons after he took like three seasons off. And it, it was just different. But we're talking about if he would have played an extra, like LeBron's at 17 right now at age 35. If Jordan had put given an extra, he could have gotten an extra, I mean, one and a half in the 94, 95, yeah. two so, years. And then he could have gotten maybe 99, 2000, 2000. Imagine we had seen a Lakers Bulls again, you know, the Kobe yeah, Shaq Lakers. That would have been nice. But as I mentioned before, I actually think it was out of his hands. And that was more of an organ. The, the organization was in a bit of disarray. For some reason, Jerry Krause decided to fire Phil Jackson. Or not fire. He decided to not resign Phil Jackson and then go with some random guy, young guy out of college. Right. Uh, it was a college coach that they hired. Mm-hmm. Um, and that following season, the Bulls were not very good. Pippen was go- pretty much gone because Pippen had been getting screwed, hadn't been getting paid. So Pippen wanted to get paid by then. And the that's why he ended up going. No, yeah, I think he goes to Houston first and Probably. then he goes to the Blazers. Um, but I actually think, and there's actually a Bill Simmons article about this, I think from like 2018 or something. And he talks about the fact that it wasn't that Jordan actually wanted to retire because he didn't, I don't think, officially retire until that until a little bit on to that season. Because that following season, there was a lockout. So people, so he, Simmons kind of argues that that there was no team for for Jordan to go to. He couldn't go back to the Bulls. Basically, no other team had cap room, and no other team was really worth it for him to be able to win a championship. So that that is an interesting thing. I think the argue the better argument would be like him retiring those those two years after the first three Pete. Right. Um. So but, yeah, even yeah. if you just said that. The biggest, you know, thing on his resume that's holding him back from being the undisputed GOAT, right? Which some people will say he even is, but I don't think so because I would dispute that. Um, is What I would say is that it's because he took those years off. So now we can get into the LeBron argument. And to me, like I talked about with both these guys, it's about how decorated their careers are. How you can look at this extended, prolonged period where they were just straight up, they were the guy. They were the greatest. So... For LeBron, I would say it started around the time that he came to Miami, and I would say it's about the eight to t- the ten year run basically that he went on from, you know, around ten to like right twenty twenty ten around now. <laughs> or you could in can, in can, yeah, you could extend that within a year or two of each other. But uh, we could just start off, you know, oh three. He was drafted first to Cleveland, and he did, was named the Rookie of the Year that season. Yeah, he was. Um, and and then three se- or t- his third season was his first playoffs. 
but he, you know, wasn't able to get out of the first round. And at 22 years old, though, in 2007, so 22 is the... No, I think know. he did. Didn't he get out of the first round? Because I don't think LeBron's lost in the first round ever. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, so he, I, think, so I think he lost in the second round that year. Correct, yeah, I'm wrong on that. But so 07, basically, is when it starts. He's 22 years old. Right, so which is unreal. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing about like now when we were me and Alice were kids talking about all this stuff. You know, twenty two seems so old, but like sure. now that's literally two years older than Alex and I are, which is unreal to think about. Um, twenty two years old was his first NBA Finals, and he took a Cleveland team with really he was you know the best player on that team. You know, yeah. he it was a miracle for them to even make the right. finals. So they made it there, and obviously you know as the story goes, they got swept uh, by the just. Older, you know, seasoned were, veterans. That was the Spurs in their prime, you know? Yeah, prime San Antonio won, Spurs. Pretty much three Tony Parker was the finals MVP. They had Tim Duncan, which was, that was Tim Duncan's fourth championship. Um, and they Manu. Yeah, Manu, you know, these were all their guys at their peak. And it was just, so that, that, this is where we get into like the, the record argument, right? Yeah. So Jordan's 6-0. and But do we hold it against LeBron that he went to the finals when he was 22 years old? And lost in the finals, right? So would it be better if LeBron had just lost in the Eastern Conference Finals that year? And if anyone who says that, you know, I think you're just stupid. That's ridiculous yeah, to say definitely. that you would rather have LeBron not make it to the finals than make it. So and I think well that well that that's actually very interesting. That's like a a big thing with LeBron versus Jordan is oh undefeated in the finals versus not undefeated in the finals. Right. But the difference is that. LeBron was able to take those teams that really had no business being in the finals to the finals, but every time Jordan really didn't have what it take to take to ever win the finals, mm-hmm. they never even got to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it would have been interesting if like, you know, Jordan in one of those in like that '88 season maybe beat the Bad yeah. Pistons and then lost to the Lakers in the finals. Like, right. That would that would have been interesting. But so I think if, Jordan never had that. Right. If we're just talking strictly numbers, like if the greatest player of all time, if the, if that conversation was just about who won more rings and who has a better final record, then that's Michael Jordan. But that's not what the argument is. I think expectations and, and reality has to, you have to take that into account. And just account. the context. So, context is huge. Right. It, it, which is what I'm also saying is context. And so Jordan, in his six finals appearance, he was the favorite all six of those finals. So, you know, six to no. He did what he was supposed no, to maybe do. Maybe except for one. But yeah, basically for the Well, majority. I have this here. I found it on Twitter. So, of course, everything you find on the internet isn't true. But... I got this here. And then LeBron, in his nine finals, he was the underdog in seven of them. And with those, we could actually go through and say. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jordan was uh, LeBron was the favorite in the 2011, which it just happened that he actually lost that one. And he was the favorite, was it 2013? 2013 versus the Spurs. So we favorite. won. Le- Jordan won. We. I mean, the Heat. We did win that one. So LeBron won two where he was the favorite. But he won one where he wasn't the favorite, which was 2016, obviously, against the 73-9 and Warriors. Um... And then in the other ones that he lost, he wasn't favored, you know? So, just getting back and to... And wait, let me just say really quick, the last, the last, um, what is this, five finals that he played, the teams he played was a 62-win team, a 67-win team, a 73-win team, a 67-win team, and then that last year was a 58-win team, but that team had Curry, Clay. Right. Uh, KD, it was the Draymond, it was the war- Yeah, It was, it was the, the Warriors war, so. in their fourth year where they just didn't care as much about the regular season. Right. So... But getting back to, you know, my argument that I started with talking about the 07 finals. So LeBron gets swept in that 07 finals, right? And this is at 22 years old. So we still know that this dude has 15 years ahead just, just to be incredible. 
So that's that's when he went. It's really unreal to think about that. Yeah. Um, it was 13 seasons ago, and here he is now, still competing to go to the NBA Finals. So then in 09, he wins his first reg- uh, season regular season MVP, wins it again back to back in 2010, and obviously after that loss in the playoffs to the Celtics, he infamously takes off his Cavs jersey and he joins the Miami Heat that next season. In which, what I think, right, like we talked about, we touched on the 2011 Mav. Uh, Dallas, which, Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks finals in which he lost that first uh, that first one in Miami and to me you know like as a LeBron fan as someone who like does believe that LeBron will be the greatest player of all time once he retires that is the biggest blemish on his resume that that collapse in the finals um and they choked that game they choked it three, away game three was you know like so like, like even if you have it on, on game four I think actually yeah like it's just interesting here you you got like this NBA um article I'm looking at and it talks about it and it, like the story of the finals no one's talking about like oh Dirk was so great and like the Mavericks were so great like the story of that NBA finals was LeBron and that he averaged 17.8 points 7.2 rebounds and 6.8 well, no, I think I think that's from our perspective I, there, a lot of people were talking about Dirk okay like, from, was, you can say from it was like the underdog but story I would just say if you, the average NBA fan if you sit, talk about 2011 NBA finals it's the story yeah. is about LeBron's yeah, yeah, right. collapse. You think and, about LeBron choking. Right. And, and that had a lot to do with, you know, the, the big three came together and LeBron and Wade were both Batman and neither of them were Robin and one of them needs to take a step back. And once um, Dwayne Wade did take that step back, the following season, obviously, um, LeBron James was able to win an MVP and the, our first championship and a finals MVP. Um, and so he won two in a row. Then we, the next season, 2013, which was, I think, you know, that was the best LeBron that we saw in Miami. We won That might have been prime LeBron. I think that was probably his best season, honestly. I, maybe the, that, all your other argument is I 2018 LeBron. I think 2013 LeBron, 2018 LeBron. Those are the two and best we've seen. So the Heat went on a 27-game win streak that year. LeBron won his fourth MVP, his second championship, and his second finals MVP. So obviously, he, he went from, you know, being 0-2 in, in his finals record, and with those two seasons, he... Even out his record, yeah, two and two, right? So the following season, uh, you know, the Heat were in their their fourth year together, like that that team was, and as it was constructed, and you know, our guys were a little old, you know, Battier, Ray Allen, these guys Mike ended up Miller. retiring the next season. We never saw much of Norris Cole or Mario Chalmers after that season. Mike Miller played a few extra seasons, but wasn't really a real role player. So we were a very old team that season. And um, well, I think the big thing too is like I hope people don't. I feel like when people look back, they might forget this. Is that year Dwayne Wade's body was so broken? The pa- those he, two he seasons did not play a lot of seasons. The twenty twelve and twenty third twenty twelve thirteen season, D Wade's body was br- broken down after that streak. I he believe started, he played. Wade only played like sixty games that season. I'm, I'm gonna pull it yeah, up. Well, right that, yeah, that that fall. So then the next season it was even worse, and um. That's what I think people might forget, but it's like LeBron right. was pretty much playing with like his next best player with was really bosh and then like just a bunch of just yeah i mean d wade that season played 53 or 54 games so lebron was carrying the team that that team only won 54 games um that miami heat team which obviously is not a lot we did end up going back to the finals we handled the east very well um but you know no one in the finals was really helping lebron out and lebron at he was shooting 57 percent in the finals average 28 um but the next highest scorer on the Heat, were, I think it was Wade, averaged 15. So that team um, lost yeah. in the finals. And I think the one stat that I look at at that finals, if you look at just, just naming a few of his of LeBron's finals, here's his assist numbers. 6.8, 6.8, 7.4, 7, 8.8, 8.9, and then the last two he was in, he averaged 10 assists. That's, that 
2014 finals, which is lowest by far. He averaged only four right. assists, which maybe that speaks to just like a lot of the Miami the Heat not playing we well. Were, yeah, we were not hitting our shots, and and look, like I said, LeBron shot 57 percent <laughs> in that final, so. He he was doing what he could, and and again they they were favored. The Spurs were favored in that. So they were going back to the record, the, the record argument. Jordan six and zero, but he was favored in all those. And LeBron mm-hmm. lost in fourteen when he wasn't. He was the underdog. So well, honestly, if that, I feel like that's honestly the year. Like the fourteen finals. Like if you want to say like that, put that against LeBron. I'd rather than people put that against LeBron than like the first loss that he had, or then the ones versus the Warriors. Right. right? So getting back to it now, th- these next four seasons that he had in the playoffs, this is what I think solidified him for me as like, all right, you're at least 1B right now. And once you retire, I think you'll be 1A. Um, 2015, with he averaged 36, 13 rebounds a game, and 8.8 assists per game. And they lost in six games to the Golden State Warriors, who in that series, LeBron did absolutely everything you could. That was the closest we've ever seen a player winning a finals MVP that wasn't on the winning team. And obviously it's because Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, the two other uh, all-stars on that team, were hurt in that series. <laughs> and LeBron James took a team with, you know, Matthew Della Vadova, a player that probably no one's heard of who's listening to this. Uh, <laughs> to He took them to six, to actually a 2-1 lead. Yeah. They were leading that series. That was, and like that lineup was literally Matt, Matt right. Della Vadova, Iman Shumper, Timothy Mazda. James Jones was getting minutes. James Jones was playing a lot. Who else was like on it? Oh, what's it uh, called? JR, like it was just like yeah. the the team, it was just they were beat up, they had injuries. Their two their second and third best players were hurt. So I'm telling you that they went to six games without them. What happens and, and I guess what the game that Kyrie played, they lost. So they were really what was it? Without those guys, they had they were two and I don't remember, two and f- uh four. Or no. Two yeah. and three, I'm sorry. Because they lost that first game in overtime at once Kyrie got hurt. Um but you know, you give Kyrie and Kevin Love, you put them in that series, I mean, I think Cleveland wins it. So, you know, that one, we, do you count that one against LeBron? People who are saying his, he's 3-6 and six in the finals. The next one, we know, we know how this story goes. In 2016, right, the, that was Cleveland's first championship ever. LeBron averaged uh, 29.7, uh, nearly 30, 11 rebounds per game and 8.9 assists per game. They were the first team to ever come back from down 3-1 in the finals. And they, you know... They obviously lost the first two by, like, it was record yeah. points. It was like the Golden State blew them out in those first and two. And watching those first two games, like, that was, like, even more so, I think, than when they were up. I mean, obviously, up 3-1, you're just like, okay, it's over. But when they're when they're down 2-0, like, or 0-2, like, that was pretty much, like, I was thinking, that's a wrap. Like, and the, from yeah. then, like, the great thing about LeBron in that finals was that those last three games, Nick Wright always says this, who's, you know, one of the biggest, like, LeBron fans pretty much he always says that's like the best three game stretch we've ever seen that was right. when LeBron had 40 41 41 and then 27 11 11 yeah and then in game seven you know, like so LeBron that season I mean it, no one can say anything about like that was that's the greatest thing on his resume is that he was able to against a team that broke the record for most regular season yeah. wins and was a unanimous only unanimous P in MV in uh NBA history right Steph Curry they, that team uh, was up three to one and had two home games in games five and seven. And LeBron James won three and Kyrie with the help of his team, right? Obviously, they were able to come back and he won the finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people put the asterisk on that one, say, oh, well, Draymond got hurt. Well, guess, or I'm sorry, not hurt. Draymond got suspended. Well, guess what? Like, 
he still played in game seven at home, and they and still had a game seven at home. Then he played game six. And he played game, he played game six, six, but it, yeah. it was in the road. I, I honestly so, feel like that's when people a give excuse. Draymond, like, right, when people see the Draymond argument, yeah, if he, he missed one Steph game. Clay, then, like, he it's, missed, that's a better right. argument. He missed one game. So if you want to say, fine, they were up 3-2 with two games left with Draymond, and guess what? They lost the next yeah. two games. Like, so I don't understand the Draymond argument. No, not even they lost. Like, LeBron was able to take those games. From right, him. and it's true. LeBron was the one who provoked him, so... You know, maybe we could credit LeBron for the fact that Draymond was gone, but <laughs> that's just me that's you a know, whole being, a, being a big LeBron supporter. And then, obviously, Kevin, after that season, Kevin Durant joins the Warriors, and they lost in five games in 2017 but in the here's, finals. Here's honestly what I want to say about that, too, is after the Cavs win game seven, I'm like, all right, next season, we're getting Cavs, Warriors again, the Warriors are winning. The Warriors won 73 games and they lost in the finals. Like they're going to come yeah, back. They would have just won as that. strong as we saw the Spurs come back in 2014. They would have been strong. They're going to they're going to like there's no they, they were already a disgusting team. They, and honestly they're the greatest team of what? all time. We saw 2015 Cavs Warriors Ca- Warriors win. 2016 Cavs Warriors Cavs win. You split it 1-1 like okay, it's even. That's an even matchup. Although I still would have argued then, that the Warriors were much better. Warriors. Now the Warriors put Durant on a team. They so obviously the if, if it's an even match and then you add one of the best players of all time it just, and they're the second best player in the league. It, it's going to be uneven. So I feel like yeah. anyone who wants to say those next two seasons, those oh, next LeBron two finals against LeBron, that, I don't think that's an argument. I can't believe and it. I hope, yeah. I think two, two final losses in a row for LeBron. We're really, we're really pounding home the, the, you know, being the uh, LeBron apologist, but right. those finals losses are just ridiculous. Yeah. And Durant in 2017, you know, Durant came, they were an unbeatable team, and they were 16-1 and one in the playoffs. The one game that they lost was to the Cavaliers in Game 4, which... You know, a lot of people say it had to do with referee and, and officiating that game. But uh, for what it's worth, LeBron averaged a triple-double, which was the first time any NBA player had done that in the NBA Finals. So LeBron averaged a triple-double. And then 2018, this is the greatest LeBron game that I've ever seen him play. Game one of the Finals. The this is performance I've ever seen anyone yeah, play. This is greatest, yeah, this is the greatest game I've ever seen anyone play, I, I think. And Bill Simmons actually says that. Who He's a lot older than Alex and I, and he's watched a lot more games uh, than we have. Um, and that was game one. This is after Kyrie left. So LeBron had already gone on a crazy run. He had two game winners well, in the tell, East. No, tell us about the tell, tell us about the playoffs in before so, before he gets. So in there. the Eastern in the Eastern Conference, uh, they go up again. They had a first had a seven game series against Indiana. LeBron hit a game winning three pointer in game five of that series, take the three two series lead. But Indiana was leading that series two to one. Then the next series, Indy. they they swept the Raptors. Right, they, yeah, swept they swept the Raptors, the Raptors the and the Raptors, who were the number one seed, right? So the Cavaliers in the, in the, the fourth seed, uh, the Raptors are the number one seed in the East, and they win two games on the road in Toronto and two games at home. LeBron also hit a game winner in that series, and then we go to game um, to this third series, the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics. This team was, you know, the young Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart team that uh, Terry, Rozier. Terry Rozier. They didn't have. Um, you know, Kyrie, who was injured, and they didn't have Gordon Hayward. So they definitely shouldn't have won. But that Celtics team Goes was up. a lot deeper and, and, they, and better they coached. Up, but they go up 2-0. And they were up 2-0. The Celtics have right. never, before that, there's a stat, ESPN kept saying, right. the Celtics team, in all of their history, has never lost a series after going up 2-0. Right. Never. And obviously, you know, after that <laughs> series, so they're up 2-0, and Cavs win two more. Then they go up 3-2, and the Cavs have to win two straight. 
and the Cavs pulled it off. They won Game Seven in Boston, and obviously we we famously saw LeBron after that game. He, you know, all the player, all you know, Shumpert and Jr. all holding up the you know the Eastern Conference Championship trophy, and you know LeBron sitting in the back laying down on the yeah. floor because LeBron just put on he just he like did absolutely minutes. everything you can do minutes to win like, unreal right, and they went so they win that and they go so now this is LeBron coming off of that playoffs already, which and I already thought this- was one of the greatest playoffs ever. Someone and some people were saying I think. Might have been um, Stan Van Gundy was like that's or maybe Mark Jackson. Someone said um, after LeBron wins that game seven, he said this is the greatest achievement in LeBron's career. And like, may, I don't know if I agree with that. Or not. Back, I mean, I, it was his eighth straight NBA final. But I was like, so I necessarily could, agree with that, that. But for him to, I'm just putting it in perspective for him to get that team to the finals, like that's what everyone saw. They were a four seed. Everyone counted them out. As soon as Kyrie left, like that was that, you know, right. and then seeing how good the, the the Celtics have been playing, so for them to win, go to the finals, like he's basically like just flying right. high, and then that's why I think that game one was so so special right. for him to put on that show, and then but which is why it just it breaks my heart that he didn't win because I don't know what would have happened to ESPN and all and whatever Twitter if LeBron goes from that incredible playoff run to game one of the finals versus this stacked Warriors team. Puts up, you know, it wouldn't have been 50 if they had won before overtime. He would have had, like, 49, maybe. All right, so, yeah, this is the style. And then, and then for two days straight, they would have been saying, wow, LeBron's a go. Like, that So, so that the Warriors insane. were, like, th- th- that series, I'll just explain how lopsided it was. It was lopsided before when the Cavs had Kyrie, but now Kyrie's gone. And it was lopsided when they have Kyrie and the Warriors didn't have Durant. So now the Warriors had Durant, the Cavs didn't have Kyrie. <laughs> it's extremely lopsided. It, I think they were, like, plus... The Cavs were like plus fifteen hundred in that series or something. It was yeah, like, yeah. like fifteen. No, to one. no one, no one thought there was. A so the, the yeah, the series obviously ended up being a sweep. But in that first game, LeBron James joined five other players in NBA history to score fifty points in the finals. So he had fifty-one, and LeBron is the only player in NBA Finals history to have fifty points and lose the game. Oh, so I know that. LeBron James <laughs> had fifty-one in that game, and that's obviously the game where uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, infamously, you know, th- he, he, he gets know the, the rebound. They get the rebound, and he doesn't they try were, to put it back up. They just the, he runs the away. Cavaliers the Cavaliers were down, and Jr. Smith didn't go. <laughs> no, they're even. They're score. even. They get the rebound. Oh, I'm he, sorry. He it was thought they tie game. He thinks they're Jr. Up. Thought that they were up, and Jr. Dribbled the ball out instead of going and just putting back a layup. So and you know what? Had Jr. Jr. Just laid it up. LeBron James would have gone up one zero without Kyrie Irving on his team after scoring 51 points in the finals. And he would have gone up 1-0 against this all-time great juggernaut team with yeah. Steph, Clay, Durant, Draymond Green. And you know who's happy? Other than the Warriors, the other person who's happy that the that JR did that is George Hill. Because I very rarely will hear people talk about George Hill missing that free throw. Right. This dude makes a free I think it was like five seconds or maybe last four seconds left. If, if George Hill makes the biggest free throw of his life, makes just makes that right. last free throw. Or no, he missed the... No, he, no, missed he made the, the first. No, he made the first. I'm sorry, he misses made. the second. Just make the second, and you're up one, and just play five seconds of defense, and you win the game. Of course, he misses it, and then Jr. somehow gets a rebound over to Rant, which is why that was honestly worse because it was like first, oh no, he missed, he missed a free throw. They still got the rebound. You still have a chance to win, and he runs away, and that that picture of LeBron is just. Right. That's one of the craziest photos. It's nuts. Right. So now getting back to the main argument in the whole, to me, what it is, is the, is the eight-year stretch where, like, LeBron was just superhuman. Eight seasons in a row, or fine, if you want to call it the first 2011 one. Seven seasons in a row where LeBron just, every season, he did something incredible that 
we've seen rare, rarely any players do at all. And to me, like the pinnacle of that was his 51 point performance in uh, the NBA Finals against Golden State in 2018. And now we can get back to the main argument. So my thing and is that LeBron is going to pass Jordan in all the totals. So he's going to be higher than him in rebounds and assists. In total points, I he think did, LeBron... He passed him too. Lebr- he's passed him, but he, LeBron has the chance to become the um, number one all-time you know, leading NBA scorer uh, and pass Kareem in his career. So And the be- first player to get to 40, right. 40K. And he could also become the first player... To win what three different finals MVPs with three different teams, so yeah. we're having this this discussion at an interesting time because obviously there's still some left to be written for LeBron's career, um, but that's just the argument for both players. And I don't know if you have anything to add, Alex. Well, now if you putting putting them head to head, I guess so. With Jordan, with LeBron, with LeBron, what he's you could just say that just you know undisputed like why he what he has over LeBron is. He averaged three more points than LeBron, and he had way more 50-point games than LeBron. Um, on top of that, he had 10 scoring titles. LeBron had only one. And right. I think 10, 10 scoring titles, not even looking at versus him versus LeBron, that's just absurd in general. Like, I don't know who's next, but but yeah. 10 is just ridiculous. So Jordan, and for him to do it even in those last couple of seasons right. with Jordan the Bulls was like Le- nuts. His, he won-ups LeBron the fact that, I mean, obviously he has five, five uh, single-season MVP, regular-season MVPs. The scoring, he's just no one can dispute it. He's a better score than LeBron, but LeBron's a better passer, right? So LeBron, you know, the way he gets gets points is by passing it to his teammates. Yeah. So like, you know, you could if if that's what cuts it for you, no. Well, he has to be scoring it himself. Okay, fine. No, yeah. my definition. I don't, think that's the because... I don't take that away from LeBron because LeBron is averaging ten assists this season. Yeah. You know? Well, also if you, I think if like LeBron averages like two or three, I think two more assists than Jordan, which two assists is at the very least. Four points. So if you add four points to LeBron's scoring total average, then he's right. averaging he's more. Like Thirty points. He's averaging percentual. more than more than right. Jordan. So it's like that's not really an argument. But another great one is the defense, and this is one that like Skip Bayless all just be ripping on LeBron. Well, and for. the free throw. The one. Oh, yeah, the throw. one thing that MJ does beat LeBron, other than like LeBron beats him in you know assists and rebounds, and steals per game, and and even uh, shooting percentage, shooting percentage, and, and, and three point three point percentage. percentage. But Jordan does beat. Um, LeBron in free throw yeah. shooting percentage. But then the defensive argument is that Jordan made, I think it was nine defensive. Let me pull it up right here. Jordan made, wait, where did it go? I'm going to say it's nine. I think he has, he had nine all, uh, all defensive teams to LeBron's um, six. Yeah, Jordan had nine, LeBron had six. And Jordan also was a three-time steel champion. And he had defensive player of the year. So that's one thing LeBron didn't win. Although LeBron was finished second in 2013. I think that should have been the season he got it. But anyway. So I guess those are those arguments for Jordan as well. But then, I guess, um, then going back for LeBron, talk about maybe, what do you want to say about... about, uh, his value to his team versus, like, Jordan's value. Well, yeah. So, I mean, then you could talk about teams. So, I talked about that during the expectations part, like, of the finals. Like, you know, LeBron's teams were underdogs. But the thing is, you know, Jordan left the Bulls after that they, the first repeat, right? And in 94, the Bulls were 55 and 27 without him. Yeah. So, if if that's any, you know, measurement in, in your book about, you know, how you measure the GOAT is like, oh, well, how, how does their team play when he's not around? Jordan w- wasn't as valuable to his team than, as LeBron, who, when LeBron wasn't 
playing. In 2011, after he left the Cavs, they were 19 and 63. 2012, they were 21 and 45. That's after getting Kyrie Irving. In 2013, 24 and uh, 58. The following season, 33 and 49. And then that's after and, that. And he then he went comes back. back. He comes he back. back they win the 50 games. So he adds like 25 to 20 wins to that team. And then he leaves again in 2018. 19. The Cavs have right. 19 wins in the following season. 14 wins. Right, this season, they're, they're 14 wins. Oh, yeah, excuse me. This season, they're 14, 14 and 40 wins. right the sec- Their second year without LeBron. So, total without the, the, the Cavs records without LeBron in those, the four seasons where he played with Miami and on the two seasons that he's played with the Laker, they're, they have a win percentage of 290. So, they've won 29% of their games without LeBron in those six seasons. And then if you look at those, those two seasons, or one and a half season pretty much, where Jordan didn't play with uh, the Bulls, that was a sixty win. Excuse me, sixty percent, sixty winning percent. Right, which is essentially six hundred like, winning percent. Which essentially like winning fifty games yeah. out of your eighty-two game it's a, season. It's forty-nine point six wins on an eighty-two game season. So that's probably like so, a top four or five right. seed. Meanwhile, LeBron's team without him would have been in. So like the, the value added to LeBron's teams is just so immense. We can see it by how bad all these Cavs teams were without, or even the Heat, right? You could say the Heat were, were oh well, the Cavs are a horrible organization. Well, how about the Heat? We're a great franchise, and after he left us in twenty fourteen. What happened? You know, yeah, we, yeah, with, the even 30s, with Wade and, you know? Wade Bosch, we we picked up Luol Deng that next season, and even then we still we, we were in thirty seven wins, yeah, or something. like a thirty win season, and we did not make we did not make the playoffs that year. Um, but yeah, and then um, but yeah, so I mean, we can, I guess we could finish this off and then talk about you know what plays we think can chase it. But all in all, like the main themes, I think, and why I think LeBron's gonna catch it but it does depend well, i think lebron will catch jordan but it depends on how you look at it i think the themes are that lebron is about longevity it's about this horizontal greatness you know he's been doing it for 17 seasons he had eight straight seasons in the finals and no one has done has been great for as long as lebron has been great yeah with jordan it's about the vertical uh greatness it's about his peak like who reached higher heights than him he three-peated he left and played baseball because he was so great and he came back and guess what he three-peated again and mm-hmm. no one is can no one's three-peated twice like that or i yeah. guess bill russell in the 60s but um <laughs> no i think he didn't that was just like they won like eight or something or well yeah they won yeah they won eight in a row right yeah they won 11 championships but um um yeah i like i really like the way you put that because it's, it's very interesting as far as just like uh the difference because i mean We've already said, you know, it's one A, one B. We don't really care yeah. who it is. So it makes sense that it's their their greatness. You can't really compare it head to head. It's more like apples oranges. Would you prefer, you know, Jordan who had those two peaks, that vertical greatness, as you said, or LeBron who just like the body of work over seventeen right. and counting seasons. LeBron's it's just incredible. More seasons. It's unmatched. LeBron's playing more seasons. He's playing more games. He's going to more NBA finals and more playoffs, and he's doing all that more than Jordan. So yeah, Le- LeBron and is gonna end. I mean, he already did. He passed Jordan for. Uh, all-time points last season and you know next season or in the next three seasons that he plays he could he's probably going to take the number one spot and pass kareem abdul jabbar as the yeah. number one all-time uh scorer yeah. but and alex I guess, what yeah so now i mean if you had anything to finish up with i want to talk about if there's any current players you told me one before the show that you thought about that you've heard their name in. yeah so as far as if there's anyone who could ever get into that conversation We'll see. I mean, even in, like in the next like ten years, like I would, I guess if my the per- person I would pick would be Giannis. But before we talk about his, his possibility, Kawhi, I heard was someone who's already who's, I think it was I can't remember the guy on Fox Sports. He's a white guy who takes over for Colin Coward sometimes. What's his name? Doug Gottlieb. That yeah. guy goes on to I think the Skip Bayless show with Shannon Sharp, and he says, um, 
the next person who who could get into the goat conversation was if Kawhi wins this season, right? He would he be would the win. only player to win three <laughs> championships with three different or three, I guess, Finals MVPs with three different teams, which is unreal. And which it's the interesting thing is that LeBron is also going for that same. They're you know, going title, for the same. Feet, which yeah. some people probably would say, oh, I don't really care about that. Like three different teams, like big deal. I think it's pretty impressive. Well, but the, what I think is impressive is the repeat. With two different teams, right? LeBron was able to, to go to two different finals, two different teams, right? 14 and 15. He won with the Heat and with the Cavs. Yeah. But if, if Kawhi is that good that he's able to win with Toronto, and then switch hop, conferences, yeah. and switch teams, and now win with, with a completely different landscape, beat LeBron, beat Giannis, if Kawhi does that... He, he, he gets his foot in the door, and he's, but he has to do a lot more things in the regular season. He so has to win an MVP. I would say, yeah, he isn't, his regular season accomplishments are nowhere near those guys at the top. So I, and, you know, that's for, we live in an NBA now, or live in a world now where the NBA, there's, there's the whole load management, and it's, it's just different. But I guess the reason I would be just against that mostly is um, I think he'd be, he's just probably like, that's maybe he gets into like top 10, top 15. Well, he gets into the conversation. He's, he's not yet, he's he not. He puts his name. He puts his resume on the in table. In like the top you know? 10, maybe. I wouldn't say he's like in like No, no, LeBron no, no, no. But, but also you got to take into account his age. I mean, he's even 30 yet. He's, I think he, he's, he's 20, 20, 20. I think he's 20. He might be turning, he's 20. He should be turning 29 this season. Kawhi Leonard is 28 yeah. years old right now. He'll okay. turn, so he'll in turn, June yeah, after, he'll be 29. So if he wins this finals, he'll do it before he turns 29. So that's yeah. the thing. He does three championships, and he does it with, what, how many years does he have to play still? Like six mm-hmm. or seven years that he can still play. Yeah. So um, he, he, he's in the conversation. Another guy I'm thinking about, and I don't think you've, this person has oh, crossed Luka. your mind, is Luca. yeah. I don't want to. I, I feel like that's like a, a talking to oh, a pitcher. I think he's talking to a pitcher last, when he's, when he's throwing a no-hitter. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything. We're not jinx anything, but, you know, yesterday at Kobe's, uh, the memorial for him and his daughter, people, you know, his, his wife, obviously, she, you know, she's the mother of Gianna. She's going to say something like this. It's like, you know, Gianna could have, you know, been the great, she would have been the greatest player in, M- in WNBA history. Right, I was a 12-year-old. Yeah, I heard her say Right, and, yeah. and, you know, there's no reason to say she couldn't have been. You know, she, she learned from someone like Kobe Bryant. She grew up learning from him and watching him, and she had the greatest teacher in him teaching her basketball. And she was already this, you know, she was great as a 12-year-old. So there's no way to say that, you know, in the next 20 years, 30 years, she was going to become that, right? So, so with Luca, he's 20 years old, and he hasn't shown us any reason why he can't be that. Yeah, I mean, he, he can he's be an all-time great, but, but I guess he, the only he's reason— He's 20 years. He, in three days, he turns 21. Okay, so he's he's 20 years old right now. And another player we can talk about like that is Giannis, who isn't 25. Is he 25? I think Giannis just turned, just turned 25. Just turned 25, yeah. Right, so Giannis is 25 years old, who we could see the same thing for him. You know, he, uh, uh, you know people have been comparing, like, oh, LeBron at 25, Giannis at 25, right? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he, if he could, he's going to win two MVPs. This will be his second MVP probably this season. Um, it's his to lose as, as of now at this point um, in the season. So... I think him. Can't he's 25. And then yeah. lastly, before we finish up with the show, I just wanted to touch on why Steph Curry and Kevin Durant didn't get mentioned. Steph Curry. No, you take Steph, I'll take Durant. All right, Steph Curry, <laughs> number one. Uh, I actually, during the 2015 regular season after he won the MVP and they were the favorite to win that title, I did think that he was someone who we could look at and say, wow, like, Steph's going to catch MJ. And he could. He, he was in the conversation in a way that, like, he's done nothing to show us that he can't. But... It stops that first finals when he doesn't play well and when he lets Andre Iguodala get the finals MVP instead of him. So for me... And the second season where they lose to the Cavs. Like, that shouldn't... Right. That shouldn't and then they lost to the Cavaliers. So, but, but I was saying that the first time that he, he left the conversation was 
another player on his team won the finals MVP. And not only did, like, another player. It's not like, okay, Kevin Durant won it. Or it's not like yeah, when Kareem's true. playing with Magic and Magic wins it. Or Kobe's playing with Shaq and Shaq wins yeah. it. This is Andre Iguodala. <laughs> this is a guy who That's funny. has how many all-star appearances? Probably, like, one or two. I don't know if he has any, you know, actually. He, he, he this guy, he... He's a role player, and he won it instead of you, Stephen Curry. You're really one of the. You're like you know, that's just for the argument. Why did he win it? Why did why did Iguodala uh, win it? Because you let LeBron average thirty-seven. Yeah, I think that was why. <laughs> right. uh, so we have all right. So what about Durant, KD though? KD's not an argument for sure. People, some people say he's like top ten, top fifteen, whatever you all can time. Have that. I why is he I honestly don't even want to put Kevin Durant in the top twenty. He's definitely not a goat. And here's why: if you look at LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Magic, Shaq. Bird, Duncan, Russell, Will, like go on, the list goes on. We've seen these guys be great. Just we've, we've seen them be great in the regular season, just playing basketball. Obviously, they put up the numbers. They've had the this awards, but we've seen them be great on the biggest stage, and and they've, we've seen them win when it matters. People like to say that Durant did that too. Oh, right, but, but he he swept the Cavaliers, and this is where I just really like he, I don't he repeated. I must see basketball a very different way than a lot of people <laughs> because. For me, it was like Durant. You're with the war. You're with the Thunder. You have the opportunity to, you you're up three one on a on a historically great team, the same team that LeBron beat, and that's why we rave about LeBron so much. Durant, you could have beaten that team. You could have done that, but no, you choked for three straight games, and then you joined uh, that team, the team that you lost to, which was already a championship team. So like, for anyone to say Durant did it when it mattered, like I don't really care that Durant played well in the finals. What Durant did in that in those two finals, like, or three, were actually the third one he was injured. But like, what Durant did in those two finals, like, I've seen Durant play great basketball before. I've seen him win games before. But guess what? It doesn't he matter. It's not like know. he was the re- he was not the reason that they made the finals that year. Like that's just not true. Either of those years, he was not the reason they even won. Well, they those. made like, it and won it despite him in previous I, years. So. That's what I'm saying. Like if if there's a team that already had won the championship, that's already a well oiled machine. That's already a championship level cal- caliber. And you team, hop on them and win two rings with them. Like that doesn't mean okay. for me that doesn't show me that you as a player translate to winning basketball. Right. So and that's I, all I'm gonna say. I just say it, but I 100 percent agree with you, Alex. Yeah. But uh, Jordan and LeBron, you you know, we'll see. LeBron's got a few more years left in him, and we'll see where the conversation stacks up after LeBron retires. And especially after this season, whether or not the Lakers win a championship definitely uh, will depend. Yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, I feel like they win a championship this season. It's still an art. You know what I mean? Like, I think no matter what, there's always going to be the Jordan people. There's always going to be the LeBron people. See, you say that because it's just like, oh, they won a championship. But if it was, like, the story, if we see the championship play, if we see him beat Kawhi and then beat Giannis on the greatest stage and he has an incredible all-time finals when, you know, he drops 40 this game and then he has 15 yeah. assists this game. You know, once it's story, once it's, like, real, it's tangible, it's different. It's going to make us feel different. I think it. this is really the year for him to do Because I think next year, like, I think if he has to make it next year, like, that's when, like, Davis would probably has a much, much better shot to win it. Giannis the championship. Does. Giannis would have a better shot to beat him. Like, knows, this Kawhi is the year for LeBron to really capitalize. And we'll yeah. see We'll see what he can do. Hopefully his body agree. holds up, too, because I don't want him to get And it. it'll be in the light of all the, you know, the Kobe tragedy and all that. I yeah, think that would be that this true. Is a great, that matter a lot. It'd be a great year to win it for them. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's all we got time for today, guys. Yeah. So thank, thank you. you so much for listening. Go Heat. Go Heat. See you in the finals. <laughs>